We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app championing the core conservative principles of limited government individual liberty free enterprise and traditional values this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I had the opportunity earlier this week to sit down for an exclusive one-on-one interview with Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts. It was a, a fascinating conversation. He was in town for a, uh, a fundraiser with Derek Schmidt uh, on behalf of Derek Schmidt's campaign. And uh, we, we talked a little bit about this political story where they surveyed all the states and how they responded to uh, their COVID uh, pandemics. We talked about some of the differences between Nebraska and Kansas, and it was a great conversation. It uh, happened on, uh, on Thursday of this week, and we'll play it for you now. Governor, thank you for taking the time to sit down with us this evening. I, I appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. Uh, let me let me start out by asking you about the way you handled the pandemic up in Nebraska. A, a stark contrast from the way our governor handled it. By the way, if you if you want, we'd be happy to swap. So <laughs> I, I, I offered that to Christy Nome. Well, she said good, no. I think you got a good candidate going on right now. We so do, we do. But in the interim, we'd right. swap if you're interested. <laughs> but Politico recently compared how each state has fared in the pandemic, ranking them based on how the decisions of their leaders impacted you know, lives, jobs, education, and social well-being. Nebraska ranked number one in the survey. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. And what we did is we took a balanced approach to manage the pandemic with a, based on a philosophy of that people are adults and you give them the right information. Imagine that. The right thing. Yeah, I know. Imagine. It's a crazy idea. And you ask them to do the right thing, and they will if you help them understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. And we also didn't get caught up in things like positivity rates or case counts. I got some very good advice early on that said, hey, this is a virus. You can't stop it. You can slow it down enough to preserve your hospital capacity. Make sure that anybody needs that hospital bed, that ICU bed, that ventilator can have it when they need it. And so that's what we did. We really used that as our North Star to how we did everything. So for example, we never did a lockdown. We never did a mask mandate. Uh, We did do a campaign in April called 21 Days to Stay Home, Stay Healthy, Stay Connected, where we asked people to limit their mobility, describe them why we were doing it. And of course, the whole purpose was to preserve your hospital capacity and build up those resources like personal protective equipment or get people hired to be your contact tracers, you know, things like that so that you could then be prepared to manage the pandemic. And so that's really how we approach this. And by taking that balanced approach, uh, you know, 
we didn't have a lot of shutdowns of businesses, right? We actually worked to keep businesses open. We didn't say close them. We actually put policies in place to say, we want you to be open and here's some things you can do that will help slow down the spread of the virus and you can stay open. Or same things for schools in the fall of 2020. Um, early, in the, early on, actually in July, well, first of all, we worked on getting kids in kids sports over the summer. And then I worked with the commissioner of education to say, hey, it's our expectations that kids will be in classrooms in the fall of 2020. And here's the things that you can do to make sure that you can have kids in the classrooms, that sort of thing. So our whole philosophy was about, let's make sure people can live a more normal life, not shut them out of living that normal life. And you see, this is such a contrast to the way things were handled here. Uh, And yet, like I said, that political scorecard had you number one. And Nebraska and Kansas are very similar states. You took a very different approach uh, while our governor was closing schools and businesses while keeping abortion clinics open, by the way. You guys, it seemed like you trusted people to make those decisions and respected the fact that it was a personal choice. I know, like on mandates, you mentioned you're not anti-vaccine, but you've also been very outspoken against vaccine mandates. Yeah, absolutely. What we want to do is, again, educate people. And one of the things that we felt too early on is this was something you have to think about for the long run. If you force people to do something, you may get compliance short term, but eventually they're not going to do it long term. But if it's a voluntary effort, if you've educated people about what to do, then you're going to get that compliance because people understand what they're doing and you'll get people to do it longer because they know why they're doing it. So it's an important difference about really taking the heavy hand of government and telling people, forcing people what to do which is really not what America's about, and really saying, hey, we're a country where we ask people to take responsibility for themselves. Let's educate them, and in the long run, that's going to be better for everybody. And you've been supportive of the efforts like our attorney generals to push back against the federal vaccine mass, uh, mandates as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So my attorney general, Doug Peterson, who's a, just a rock star, and I were talking about this even before Joe Biden started announcing these mandates about what the strategy would be and how the different attorneys general were going to work together. That's why, again, Derek Schmidt is somebody you want to have in the office as governor because he understands from his time as AG how terrible some of these things the Biden administration is doing and helping to push back on those things. And it's not just these vaccine mandates. Derek's been doing that since the Obama administration when the Obama administration was doing crazy things like the Waters of the U.S. rule. So he understands states' rights, and that's what you want is, especially, you know, again, this health emergency really highlighted that you want somebody in that governor's office who is going to look at solutions for your state and push back against that federal government encroachment. You know, I I keep praising Nebraska, which is painful for me because I had to put up with so many Nebraska fans at the (laughs) KU football games. We got us back in basketball. That's true. We did. Okay, so we got half the time we were doing okay. But another area where our two states differ is on taxes. We have the second highest sales tax rate on food, for example, Two years ago, Governor Kelly had a chance to sign a bill that would have lowered the sales tax on food, but she chose to veto that bill. Nebraska has a zero sales tax on food. Have you, I mean, I know you've got to be fiscally responsible. Have you missed that money? Is that something that you feel that, gosh, I wish we were taxing food, or do you feel that's a benefit? Well, I think I've been really, actually, there have been a number of people in Nebraska who've tried to put a tax on food, and I've been leading the charge to stop that. In fact, a couple of years ago, we had several bills that would start taxing different food items. And one of the things I did was go around to 
different folks who are going to be impacted by this. We, you know, we were at grocery stores, we were at convenience stores, talking about the things that would be taxed and how it would impact, especially you know, lower income and middle income families. You know, their 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 overall budget, much more of it, spent on groceries. So you don't want to tax groceries. I mean, that's again, that's kind of one of the, the you know most regressive taxes we have is to start taxing groceries because that's a bigger percentage of lower income families budget so it's a bad policy you should take the tax off your food it's one of the things that when it's come up in nebraska i fought just vociferously to prevent people from putting taxes on food i tell people i, I don't want my republicans voting to put taxes on food that's crazy yeah i completely agree we're talking with nebraska governor pete ricketts Governor, you're here in Wichita supporting Attorney General Schmidt's campaign for governor. I know you're also co-chair of the Republican Governors Association. I imagine Kansas is a high priority for the RGA. Yeah, absolutely. So as we look at this next election year of 2022, this is our big election year for the Republican Governors Association. There are 36 governor races that are up. Uh, 20 of them are Republican states, 16 of them are Democrat states. And we think there's a tremendous number of pickup opportunities and Kansas is one of our top pickup opportunities because Kansas should be a Republican state. Amen. <laughs> Folks here are Midwest. They're conservative. This is a pro-life state. You know, this is a state that should have a Republican governor. And, and certainly you can see the contrast between Republican governors and Democrat governors in the way this pandemic was handled. Uh, you know, for example, I know one of the things that during the pandemic, uh, Laura Kelly was shutting down churches on Easter. Right. Yeah. And it was Derek Schmidt who was fighting to get them open and telling law enforcement don't enforce this illegal mandate. In Nebraska, by contrast, we didn't shut down houses of worship. What we did is said, here's how you can keep open. Here's the common sense steps you can do to make sure you're not spreading the virus. But we want you to be open because we believe houses of worship serve a very important role in our civic lives and especially during emergencies when there's so much anxiety and uncertainty with regards to the pandemic we want people getting that spiritual comfort and we also want the good work that houses of worship do to be able to help take care of people in society so it's really counterproductive to shut down churches you want them open and serving people yeah it made no sense to me at a time of crisis exactly that's what Derek knows right Derek Derek gets that he demonstrated he gets that again that's why you want him to have him as governor so I know you've got an event that you've got to get to Governor, thank you again for joining us this evening. I saw today you actually are the first governor, sitting governor, to endorse Derek and his campaign. I know you're here supporting him tonight, uh, but I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. If uh, folks are interested, they want to connect with you, I follow you on Twitter. You're at Governor Ricketts on Twitter, correct? I think it's at Gov Ricketts. At Gov, that's at right. Gov at Gov Ricketts, Ricketts on we're, Twitter. Yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. You can follow us there. You can uh, send me an email at pete.ricketts at nebraska.gov. Uh, certainly, we, we always appreciate the outreach from folks and that feedback and follow along on what we're doing. Well, and it's go Huskers. So there you go. I said it once. Don't. Uh, well, you know, I know uh, you're talking about the football team and we've struggled a little bit on that. But uh, our volleyball, our women's volleyball team is doing pretty darn good. right now. So. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, Governor. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Great. Thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 845. But coming up after the break, Curtis Houck from Newsbusters. We'll announce which broadcast network earned the Chris Cuomo Memorial Award for Worst Quote of the Year. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.